This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click Donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. Um, hi, hello, and good morning. It is THN Cover to Cover. This is our live call-in show. It is hosted on our Facebook Live page where you can watch and play along from 11 to noon Central Standard Time every Saturday. But there's more than that going on here, folks. You don't just need to go and watch us and maybe chat at us and make fun of what we're wearing or whatever. You can also call us at 402-819-4894, and you can share your nerdy takes with us. That's live. Right. That's how it works. Live on this freaking show. And there's all kinds of stuff to talk about. Mainly, though, we set it off with a uh, little discussion piece. Get everybody sort of, you know, thinking, talking. Lubricate the conversation. Gross. Joe Patrick, what is our question just of the lube, week? Just lube it right up. Okay. That's okay. Just lube it. <laughs> all right. That'll be enough. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, this week's question was submitted by me. I wanted to know about your brushes with nerdy fame. Uh, and though the, if you have a cool story, that's great, but I'm not necessarily talking about that time you paid money to go see Rob Liefeld at a convention. Unless, I don't know, maybe Unless something really cool happened. Unless the story is kick-ass. Yeah, yeah, what if something cool happened? I'm just know? talking about like you're walking around, maybe you're at a con and you bump into a guy, uh, or, you know, I want to know about a time you ran into a nerdy celebrity in the wild. That's fun. Yeah. I've got a couple stories and I'm trying to pick which one I'm going to tell, but I think I know which one I'm going to tell because it's, it's heart-wrenching. It's mm. sweet. It's a sweet story. About a younger Matt. Before he was angry, Joe. It's Before real, he got upset. It's a real butt-wrencher. Um, it's it's butt-wrenching. <laughs> I also want to talk about Picard. Big time. Yeah, buddy. Okay, and we don't need to get him spoilers or anything. No, I no, it's only a couple days out. It's only a couple days out. But uh, we both watched Picard. Yeah, we did. How do you feel? Feel great. You feel, right? <laughs> I feel real great. Oh, my God. I felt... Like, I was very, very happy as, the entire time I watched it. As good as I thought it was going to be... It turned out to be even better. And I'm like, I'm not just like fanboying out here. It was even better than I expected. I, I get nervous for obvious reasons. Whenever we see like something old is brought back that it could lose something. Yes, you know what I mean? Right. They could do it too slick, too real or whatever. But this, they, it's hard to explain. I'm not spoiling anything. Obviously, this whole story is why he left Starfleet. That's what it's set up yeah. as. But they're not trying to do the next generation here. They're absolutely not. No, no. Uh, I mean, it's got that feel, though. Like it does. When, when we went to when we saw Starfleet uh, headquarters and they were in the uh. gold uniform, I was just like, yep, man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, it's it's set in. The, the original timeline, obviously. Right. Um, and uh, it's definitely, I, I actually, I was talking to John Tverdick about this on Twitter. Um, John Tverdick, who refuses to call into the show, but demands takes on Twitter and in personal attacks. <laughs> it's just like, God damn it, man. <laughs> uh, it, it's not the same sort of like utopian society that we left this earth with. Well, Yes and no. I mean, like, it's still kind of Well, like anything, it, like, it never was really a utopia. Right. But, like, there's been a political shift. Yes. And it's not great. 
And so the world, you know, we're used to Starfleet being like this rah, rah, hope. Yes. You know, hope and exploration and, and discovery. And it's not necessarily that anymore. There's definitely some ugly politics yeah. that have kind of come into Starfleet. And it's not not reminiscent of what we're living through today, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's interesting in the sense that like, at first it almost bothered me a little bit. Cause I, I like my star Trek that very, like it is a utopian future where we're fighting, you know, for what's right and yeah. stuff like that. Yes. And now the good guys have kind of been swallowed by this ugly sort of rhetoric for an old foe who is not necessarily a foe anymore, but sort of powerless in this situation and they become the butt of a lot of jokes and they become, you know, the, the problem in all these societies and stuff. And it's like, we're doing it again. We're doing it all over again. The same bullshit, you know, whether it was, uh, black people or immigrants or, you know, like now it's Romulans. <laughs> sure. Fucking Romulans, man. <laughs> hate those assholes. And the cool part, it's like they they were kind of a thorn in Picard's side all along. And now he's in kind of a very different place with them. <laughs> right. Um, oh, man, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> now, I'm trying to remember the Romulan supernova. Mm -hmm. Is that what happened is that what happened in the J.J. Star Trek when Spock came over from the original universe? Romulus, Romulus got destroyed. Yeah, Romulus definitely got destroyed. Was that, is that and the same thing? Eric Bana was super pissed about it. Or did it happen in Nemesis? I can't even. I can't, that wasn't I, Nemesis. I can't this, keep my shit This would have been Eric Bana's character because he followed Spock through. There right? is a mouse. Are you <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Mouse in the ziggurat. Oh God, there's a fucking mouse. It, it came straight <laughs> underneath the doorframe. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I haven't seen a mouse in this house forever. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe Bobo will kill it. Um, yeah, that was the Eric Bana one, right? I don't actually remember. I, I, I don't was remember. destroyed. Well, they said it happened 10 years ago. You're right. Uh, and Picard was in charge of the Romulan uh, evacuation. Frank Cerullo is saying that's what spawned the Kelvin verse. Yes. Thank you, Frank. Yes. So, so there we go. Yeah. So Spock was on the run. Yeah. And escaped into, uh, well, he got sucked into the parallel universe, and right. that's where we got the Kelvin verse. Um, so, yeah, okay. So, this is tied to the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. That right. stuff happened in the meantime. Very line. much so. Um, but it's it's further in the future. Yeah, it's 10 years later. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it just, it felt like, it felt like coming home. It, I, I It totally did. Like, as it much totally as I love Discovery, did. Discovery is such a different feel you know, yeah, it felt more Star Trekky this past season to me uh, with Pike and everything. But um, yeah, if they level in the second season, it definitely leveled into more of a Star Trek feel. But it's it's a but different I will say tone. It was still a very, a very more conflicted Star Trek universe than I, I was used to as well. There was a lot of bad stuff going on. Yeah. In Discovery as well. Well, so that was the that was, on this. that was pre Klingon treaty. Oh yeah, that's you know, right. That was all like, I forget. there's that's, a lot of conflict in the, in the galaxy. I spot. totally forget. That's before. All um, it, Justin, <laughs> Justin said, I thought you said no spoilers. I, did we get super spoiled? We spoiled anything. Yet? I mean, that's just, this just this a setup, setup of the show. For the, show. The, the Romulus got blown up. Yeah. Picard got uh, caught up in it. Like people were real mad about this it. This happened in a Star Trek movie <laughs> 10 yeah. years ago. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, uh, I just, uh, Patrick Stewart, he, he, had, he hasn't skipped a beat. And even the way that he's like playing the part, it's it's very much 
man, it's hard to describe. It's very much, he's still Captain Picard, but he's not the intense leader anymore. He's reserved. He's at peace with his decision and he's relaxed and he's getting drawn back into this shit because just as he thought he was out, he's <laughs> these jerks yeah. had to come and pull him back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it was so wonderful. And I'm so happy with it. 402-819-4894. The phone lines are open and I would love to hear what you guys thought of Picard. Frank was definitely on board for it. His only complaint was that it was too short. Uh, Hugo, John Tavertic's kid, John Tavertic's little monster, wants to know if the guy that played Green Lantern will come back and play the character again if they get a better script. Uh, he means Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want it. I don't. <laughs> I like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And I just, he, go be Deadpool. You're good yeah, at that. Yeah, I mean, I think he's kind of settled into the Marvel yeah, side of You're really good at that. Days. And I like it. But I don't know who I would get to play Green Lantern, honestly. I don't either. <laughs> That's a tough one. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? This is John from Jersey calling in with my answer to the question of the week. Johnny, Hello, John. you gotta wait, let me guess. Who'd you make out with? Tell us the story, huh? Okay. Okay. So, all right. This is like, but this is truly like geeky encounter in the wild, right? This is not something that most people would even know who this reference even is after I explain it. Okay. I, I'm a teacher um, in New Jersey at a private school, and um, one of my students, I, knew, I was told, I do a lot of acting in this area too, I was told was a professional actor. Um, and I didn't recognize the name, and I'll say the name, and if you recognize it, I'd be impressed, but the name is Paul Bukomp. Okay. Like B-E-A-U-C-O-M-P? B-O-O-B-O-O-C-O-C-K. Oh. Blue cop. Yeah, like uh, an unfortunate, an unfortunate name. Yeah, but a really right up there with guy. Ben Jackson. I don't know if you can say his name on a family show. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, and I would say there's would a six year old kid listening. To John, <laughs> he he and his daughter both had the sense of humor that comes from having that as your last of name. Of course, yeah. And I yeah, yeah. and I mean that as the greatest compliment. It's like you name your son um, Sue, and he grows up to be a badass and comes and beats the hell out of you. Well, sure, right, right, yeah. Right. yeah. So anyway, so I'm teaching her in class one day, and I'm just ca I casually mentioned, "Hey, somebody told me your father did voice work. Well, do you remember any of the shows he did?" And she said, "No, just some stupid show on like Cartoon Network on late nights." And I say, "Wait, wait, 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 on Adult Swim." She says, yeah, something about brothers. I was like, the Venture Brothers? What? And she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, he's like Dr. Venture or something. Oh, my that. God. <laughs> he's Dr. He, Venture? <laughs> Is that right? He's Dr. Venture Sr. Dr. He's Dr. the Venture voice Sr. of Dr. Venture, Venture Sr. Sr. on yeah. gotcha. the Venture Brothers. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. No, okay. yeah, I know Dr. James Venture. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, he, yeah, Dr. Venture Sr. Like, okay. no, no, people would know that name if I said that. Right, right, right exactly. This is, and, and I have to say, The Venture Brothers is probably my favorite TV show of all time now that Bill Cosby has ruined that part of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. It was great. I was watching Joe and I's faces as you were telling the story, and because like the the uh, Facebook replay is about a second and a half behind, and we both got yeah. so excited <laughs> before we realized it's not that guy. <laughs> and then no, we both right. went, oh. well, <laughs> "That's still really cool, though." <laughs> yeah, it's but, so awesome. Like I can hear his voice you. in my head right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
he's he's actually he's he's the nicest guy. He does his own weird hipster podcast thing. His kid is awesome. I actually hired her to work for me for a while at the summer camp. That's like, awesome. It's just just the coolest guy. And what was particularly cool about it is, unlike if he was Doctor Venture Junior. This is not a guy who gets a lot of fandom coming up to him and no. saying, hey, you're no. awesome. Right. So so he was always up for talking about the show. I knew stuff that was going to happen. Like, he never said it explicitly, but, like, I had, like, a little bit of a sense of what the new season was going to be. It was just enough to make me excited. I don't know. That's still one of my favorite shows. If anybody who listens to this podcast has not watch the venture brothers Shame you gotta you. start yes. from the beginning yeah. and do yourself a favor oh my god right after you get on that avengers earth mightiest heroes so yes wonderful. yes absolutely such a wonderful brilliant show. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway uh, Paul that's Bukak. all i wanted to chat about <laughs> i'll catch you on the flip side tell us all right, all right. Brother, good to talk <laughs> to you sir <laughs> take care Later. I think he said Bukak. Boot camp, not Bukak. <laughs> What's a Bukak? Yeah, B O O C. He spelled it B O O like C O C. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it, but I'm gonna put Venture Brothers in it first. Okay, yeah, so please, please. Uh, this is my, your this is you're your on computer, my computer. I don't give no shits. Uh, Bukak. Four zero two eight one nine four eight nine four. As you can tell, we we're talking about brushes with nerdy celebrity Paul, in the wild. Paul Bukak. Told you. <laughs> we gotta stop saying that. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover caller. Who this? Hey guys, it's Frank. Frankie. Valley. What's up, Frank? How you doing, How Frankie? You? All right, I'm doing all right. All right, all right. I got a couple right. of things. I got a couple of things. Of course, I got to talk about the card, but I'm going to talk about that. A couple of things. So um, here's here's my here's my uh, celebrity sighting in the wild. Um, I'm I'm in my I live in Socrates, New York, right? And, okay. Uh, one of the one of the um, uh, I guess you'd call them like one of the you know, famous guys that lives here is Joe Sinai. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, yeah. Yeah. I, I told you guys about that. So, you know, like Joe, they recently did this whole big Joe Sinai day uh, over the summertime and they had a big thing, big, big blowout for him. And, you know, so um, I go to the thing and I'm looking around and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, Hey Joe, can you take, can I take a photo with you? And Joe, and he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, come on, come on, come on. And uh, I'm trying to take a selfie and a guy standing in front of me. And he goes, Hey, let me take a few. I'll, I'll let you, you know, you take mine. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take yours, you take mine. I'm like, all right, cool. So take the picture, you know, and I say, oh, thanks so much. You know, hey, by the way, my name's Frank Cirillo. And he's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Joe Jusco. I almost Whoa. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, I was, I'm now I expected to see some guys there. You know, actually, Barry right. Windsor Smith was there. Didn't recognize him at all because he looks he looks very different. Than how he does he look? How does Barry Windsor Smith look? Um, he looks like an old artist. He's got like a long gray beard. He's wearing a, wearing a beret. His hair is in a ponytail. But he looked you good. Know, he doesn't he look, look sick or anything. He looked good. He okay. Looked, he's he not that old. I didn't you know, think he was that old. He I just saw good. some pictures of him not too long ago and I was like, Ugh, is, oh, he, is he sick? Ugh. Probably in his sixties or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other, the other sighting I had, and this, I didn't say anything to him cause I was like, I don't like to bother people if I see him on the street. Right. Um, was a Peter, Peter Dinklage. Oh, cool. Walking down the street. Yeah, he's walking down the street, and my friend Mike and I are walking. We're going to get pizza, and he goes, "Oh, this, this, oh, oh!" And he's like flipping out. I'm like, "Why? Why?" <laughs> it's Peter Dinklage. I'm like, and I go, "Who?" Because I didn't know him off the top of my head because I didn't know his name. Sure. And I look over and I'm like, "Oh, that was the guy in the uh, the X Men movie that terror that that not 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 that not bad but not horrible X Men." Oh, I forgot he was in that. He was yeah, Trask. Yeah, he's a future Trask. He's Trask. 
So I was like, oh, yeah. I said, I'm, I'm like, oh, don't you want to go? I said, ah, listen, I don't like to bother people. You know, people that people that are walking around in town, I, I never like to bother them. I, right. I, I, you know, they're here They're here for a reason. They're, here, they're not here to be, you know, if you're at a convention, it's different, you know? Yeah. So I go, so, you know, he's like, all right, so why don't you go talk to him? And he was gone by the time he was, uh, by the time we, I, you know, we kind of, kind of figured it out. It's man, but, uh, it's tough because yeah, like yeah. you do, you want to run up and be yeah. like, "Oh, dude, holy shit!" <laughs> you know, yeah, like and then like, dead, bro. You know, like and and they're gonna be like, "Yes, yeah, yeah." Hopefully, I'm going to get an egg salad sandwich. Can yeah, you fuck right. Off. <laughs> like I really have to poop. Can you please leave me alone? <laughs> right. uh, like you just have to hope that in that moment, in your excitement, you remember that they've probably had that happen to them thirty other times right. that day. Right. Right. And you are not right, going right. to amuse them. I was I was just watching <laughs> yeah. that uh, new David Chang show on Netflix where he does like breakfast, lunch, and dinner with a famous person. Yeah. And he was with Seth Rogen and they were in Vancouver and they were walking around and somebody came up and was like, oh, fuck, Seth Rogen. Oh, my God. Uh, I love you. And he was like, yeah, all right, man. Like, oh, 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 I'm doing his Seth Rogen shit. <laughs> sure. And, uh, and David Chang's like, how often does that happen to you? And he's like, you know, it doesn't happen a whole lot, but it does happen. And I just try to be cool about it because I realize that this poor person is going to later on realize, oh, my God, I can't believe what a jackass I acted like. Because <laughs> there's no other point in your life where you would just like walk up to someone you don't know and just be like, I'm going to interrupt your day. You know, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know? exactly. And he was super cool about it. And he talked about how it happens like famous people he knows way more than him. And then people will yeah. turn and realize he's Seth Rogen and they get super apologetic. Yeah. They're like, oh shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he's like, no, yeah. it's cool. It's, it's fine. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> this uh, the, the office ladies, uh, they, um, Angela and uh, Pam from the office have a podcast. Uh, and that's what inspired this question. Cause they oh. were telling, they were telling oh. a story about um, the first year they got to go to the golden globes. Um, the show was pretty new uh, in the first season, Amy Adams guest starred and then immediately became a superstar. So they're like, Hey, there's Amy Adams. We know her. She's talking to Meryl Streep. Let's go meet Meryl Streep. And like, what could go wrong? Yeah. And so the, it was just like this adorable story of these people that are famous on their own. Yeah. Like totally freaking out at meeting somebody more famous than they are. Right. It's like uh, everyone is guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has that. Everyone so, has that. So I'm, you know what? Props yeah. for you for not going and interrupting Dinklage. I think that's awesome. It's cool well, to say, like, I saw him, he was walking about, around. I mean, I not him. for lack of trying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's probably a handful of celebrities I'd bother if I saw them on the street just because, you know, like, I, I, I like them so much. But, sure. you know, like, I wouldn't do it to anybody because it's like, um, now my children are making weird noises because I'm on the phone. Uh, <laughs> Nobody made you have kids, Frank. Remember that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um biological imperative that's i'm just gonna blame it on that fair enough <laughs> fair enough <laughs> all right enough all right so anyway i you know what i'm gonna wrap it up by saying i absolutely love the card i thought it was amazing Man. and i'm gonna walk in the bathroom right now so i can have some quiet uh i love love the card thought it was amazing it was i it was a, a, a return to like you i think you said it like it's a, it's, it was a, was a return to this like familiar familiarity yeah yeah and yeah. i i thought patrick stewart was unbelievably he really like, was like he's just 
Uh, so good, so good, and like the the bits with Brett Spiner as Data were like, oh, oh man, like, this is this is gonna be like like a real you know like heart wrencher at some point because you know Almost like, there's gonna be some there's, there's Most, something that's gonna come and just rip your heart out. Yeah. Most definitely. Like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I that's what wait. Star Trek does. Like, they I'm, tease I'm, you with this. They're like, remember this? You love this, right? Right? Well, yeah, say yeah. goodbye forever. Ah <laughs> 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 like, oh, no! Oh man. Uh, <laughs> so good. Yeah. I can't wait. All right, Frank, go I beat your wait. children, will you? Right, Smack them around. Come on. Right. Tell them Uncle Matt and Joe. Say hey. <laughs> hey, we'll do. We'll All do. right. Thanks, Talk Frank. To you Talk later. to you next week. Bye, buddy. Uh, I, I think that I would be okay, like quietly approaching a celebrity, if I felt like there was an opening, and just saying, "Hey, I just want you to know I'm a, I'm a fan. You know, sure. thanks. Hi, shake your hand. Sure." I would. I don't think I ever have it in me to be the guy that like shouts a movie quote at them. Yeah, I, I'm. That's way believe, too embarrassing. You would not believe how much that shit happened. Yeah. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Tweedly deedly dee. David Robbins calling in. Good morning, David. Rocking freaking Robbins. David. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right, guys. How are you guys doing? Good enough. You know, rapping about nerd shit. What do you want to rap about? Well, um, I got a couple of quick things, and then I'm gonna answer the question of the week. All right. Okay. Um. First off, uh, Picard uh, looks like Abrams Trek feels like seasons five, six, and seven of Next Gen. Yes, totally agree. Totally agree. Like yeah. the it, the, the photography is there; it's slick, mm-hmm. but the, even the yeah. music is still very Next yeah. Generation. It's not as like electronic and action driven and stuff. Yeah, orchestral. It's way more that yeah. return to that orchestral. T- oh man, they were so smart Absolutely. about that damn show. Oh, like I. So I've been kind of just like thinking about nothing but star trek since i watched picard and so i've been watching i've been working from home the last couple of days and watching next generation mm-hmm. on uh, uh uh cbs all access and um casey was afraid you lost your job by the way she was like i don't think joe has a job you know he's, I just, he's been watching tv for like two days <laughs> how would she know uh she so, watches you oh does she <laughs> yeah she watches, she watches your presence oh, all right. on social media uh so yeah i and i was just stunned at like everything is um, what do you call it where it's not uh widescreen where it's letterbox letterbox pan, pan and scan pan and scan oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. where it's like you know I have a widescreen television like all sure. televisions are right and the sides are cut off because everything is square well yeah and I mean, it's just like was, man this was it looks so different 15 years ago when we didn't understand how TV worked yeah 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 um, <laughs> and like they have the technology now to make truly impressive shows for the small screen and I'm just blown away by what they can do on TV budgets. Listen to you, Grandpa. Wow. These new uh, fangled that, TVs with the big That's not what I said or how I said it. <laughs> Comment on that. Um, if you ever want to rewatch Buffy, don't do the HD version because it's an actual, uh, it's an absolute tragedy what they did to that show. Oh. Trying to make an upscale, widescreen HD version of it. Oh, it's not really? Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's no like thanks. an hour-long web video that somebody made, like, just indexing everything they did that ruins that uh, series. I've still got like my old school so, DVD collection. So mm, me too. Was, I think me it was too. like the first um, ones that came out, honestly, on DVD. Yeah. But uh, that's that, that that TV talk. Um. Oh yeah, and uh, Sabrina Part Three dropped last night. First two episodes. I know. Are great. I got to catch up. Uh, well, I know I'm caught up. Yeah. I mean, I just have to watch them. I love Sabrina. Yeah. That show is okay. so fucking okay. great. <laughs> I never got through part one. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Love so it. good. <laughs> there's too much. There's too much. Um, it's so satanic. There's too much TV to watch. <laughs> I can't believe how too satanic it is. It's yeah. great. <laughs> too much content. I haven't I haven't jumped into Stranger Things yet. I've watched one episode and I want to get to it. I just haven't gotten there. Wow. 
Um, you missed okay, a real so, part of the zeitgeist there, sir. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like it's just passing me by. And at some point, I'm going to shotgun like, you know, I'm going to be saying goodbye to cable soon. And I'm just going to shotgun like all three seasons of that. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, coming up on four real soon. So uh, question of the week, uh, celebrity encounters. Who do you got? Right? Yes, sir. Who do you got? OK, so um, I've met a bunch of celebrities at conventions. Um, you guys know that. Um, I could talk about how cool D'Onofrio or Rosario Dawson or, you know, John Ray Davies have been because um, they've all been awesome. Uh, but I have a couple of like super quick, like in the wild um, stories. So uh, the girlfriend has told me a story of how she once was given cab fare by Dimebag Daryl when she went to a record <laughs> store signing before a concert in Madison. Oh, my heart. <laughs> oh man oh, you gotta warn me before shit like that <laughs> wow um, she she and a good friend were teenagers they, they were living in Madison they went to it was like it's Madison in the winter they were going to a concert they went to a record store signing ahead of time um, and then asked him for a ride to the venue and he's like uh, I'm not doing that but here's cab fare um, they walked anyway and then bought t-shirts with the cab fare that Dimebag gave them that's fucking amazing what a guy. Wow. So, what a guy. Yeah. And it just, I, I knew man, Matt, I knew you would love that story. It just reinforces what a story. piece of shit Phil Anselmo is too. Unfortunately, I don't <laughs> understand any of these references. <laughs> Pantera. All right. I mean, I know who died. <laughs> the lead singer, the guitar player. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Yeah. Although yeah. last time, uh, uh, Slayer played on their like farewell tour, Phil Anselmo opened and I was like, fuck this dude. He's a part-time Nazi. I hate that guy. And he came out and he was legit sweet. And he's like, I've done a lot of stupid shit. All right. And you guys are stupid by me and I appreciate it. And I realized Daryl's up there looking down and I got people judging me and I gotta be a better man and I was just like Phil? <laughs> like are you learning something? <laughs> like did you just grow right in front of our eyes? <laughs> oh. It was crazy. <laughs> All right, so there's that one. Uh, then I used to work at, years ago I worked at a bookstore in downtown Milwaukee and uh, Zwan came through on tour. Oh god, Billy Corrigan's uh, you know, side yeah. project Zwan. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But I, I also, uh, I was the one that rang him up uh, when he was buying DVDs for their tour bus. And the only two I remember were run Lola run and chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> okay. Did he reach into a bag and pull them out blindly? Or uh, I had no idea. I, I mean, this, this is like 2003. Right. So, like, so I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm sure it was just stoner videos for the, the tour bus. But was I this can't imagine weird? any other reason was this Why weird Nosferatu? Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Was this when Corgan was going through like his Nosferatu phase? Like he was all bald. Oh and yeah, yeah. Bang. No hair, no hair at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it looks like one of those cats. <laughs> one of those hairless. He looks yeah. like Doctor Bad Touch. Is what he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> and of course, we had just opened, and this is 2002, and I wanted to get a CD signed, and we did not have any copies of any Smashy Pumpkin discs in the entire store. Oh, no. Which is why I own a copy of Zwan. I was gonna say signed by Billy. You Corgan. got a piece a shit Zwan record signed, didn't you? Oh, it's, it's never been listened to. It's never been listened to. It's just signed and yeah, on the That show. band sucked. That band sucked so yep. bad. And he talks so much okay. shit about it. We're going to change the world. I don't know. It's like, screw the labels. Screw Smashing Pumpkins. Zwan is my new project. Get out of here. Ugh. It's that, not good. Then he tried to uh, buy a wrestling, the, uh, a professional wrestling group. He's yeah. A, yeah. He a weirdo. Oh. He's a weirdo. <laughs> he is a, uh, and then the, these the, the the celebrity in the wild story uh, that I want to uh, really tell, uh, this happened uh, about a year and a half ago, October of 2018. 
um, I'm organizing a birthday dinner for the girlfriend and we're at our local, um, our favorite uh, Mexican restaurant in, in town and we're hanging out and uh, I'm waiting for people to show up. A lot of people have gone in already and I'm outside waiting for the rest of the group to arrive so I can direct them to the table and sure. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm standing out there waiting on the street and, um, you know, I'm looking at my phone and I see, you know, feet approach and I look up just to see if it's people I'm waiting for. It's not, I go back to my phone. I look up and I look down. I'm like, no, that can't be. No, 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 that, no, 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 it's too random. So I'm like, guy just walks past. Um, and I immediately go to Google and search and, and see if, you know, well, no, he's absolutely in town tonight. Huh? Okay. About two minutes later comes walking back the other way down the street. And, uh, as he walks past, I'm like, Hey, uh, big fan. Uh, really enjoy your work. Um, and Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall says, "Hey, thanks, man." Oh man! Oh, that's awesome. I love Kevin McDonald so much. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I pretty do. Cool. That is um, awesome. Turns out, turns out he was doing a series uh, that day or that weekend, a series of improv comedy workshops at a brew pub that used to be a theater I worked at, two blocks from the restaurant. This wasn't that long uh, ago, and right? I, no, October 2018. Yeah, he did one in Omaha as well. He did uh, an improv yeah. thing here at a little club downtown called The Backline, I think. The Backline, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to go, and it sold out instantly. And I was like, God yeah. damn it, you know. Mm. But I, I didn't, didn't know anything about it until that day when I was searching for him. That, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. I love Kevin McDonald And then I walked so in, I'm like, yeah. I walk in and, and, and sit down at the table. And I'm like, yeah, Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall just walked past. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> that is great. David, thank you for your call and three great stories. That was awesome. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, and uh, thanks for the time. And, and I knew you guys would like the uh, the dime bag story, Matt. I, oh, I, 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 that's I a good one. I to tell you that one specifically. That's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to share hey, that one. Guys. Nerd. See you, David. <laughs> Uh, we got some chats chats here. Uh, Adam Wednesday says Chitty Chitty Bang Bang has some amazing samples. Like, is Adam Wednesday like a secret fucking movie DJ or some uh, shit? What is this? <laughs> uh, Micah, our buddy Micah points out that Billy Corgan owns NWA, owns yes, NWA which you can watch on YouTube. That's true. Oh, I have a question from Patrick that I will wait on. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? It's Brian Domingo. Good morning, Hello, Brian Domingo. Brian. What do you want to rap about today, sir? Um, well, to uh, answer the uh, question of the week uh, real quick, um, I was, um, I live in a place where a lot of people, we have a lot of tourists in the summertime, and um, I was at a uh, local coffee shop thing like really early in the morning, like seven in the morning, and I look up and I walk into uh, Eugene Merman. Oh, nice. The guy from like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and he lives in my town, like in some weird, like, I don't know. He ended up here a couple of years ago. He lives here with his family, but I'd never seen him. So it, it was like the beginning. It was like two seasons ago, uh, like two summers ago, like the first like person of the season just walked like we walked into each other and he looked at me and I looked at him and I was like, yep. And, you know, that's awesome. Didn't say anything. Just <laughs> that like is totally like, awesome. Him. Um, it was pretty funny. And he's just like hanging out. Um, but um, my I had a, a funny con um, interaction where it was not. You know, I didn't go there on purpose to see him, but I was at New York Comic Con in 2012 um, in Artist Alley, and they had uh, Ken Nudson was there. He did um, My Monkey's Name is Jennifer. Oh, like yeah. 100 years ago. Yes, I, don't know I remember that. My Monkey's Name is Jennifer. Yeah. Help me. Uh, it, it was a comic, it, right? Got, yeah, it was a comic. Um, it was like slave labor. Um, press put it out. It was a black and white book about this little girl who had this like um, yeah, insane... Yeah 
like killer monkey named Jennifer, like a boy monkey named Jennifer. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember this, this vividly. Very, I do not remember this at all. I would have to look that up. It's it's pretty. I mean, it's it's a fun book. It's it's very quirky and very weird. But I think it was like two thousand one or so, two thousand two. Yeah. Um, and so I was walking through there, and I run into him, and he's he, well, you know, he's sitting at his table, and he's and I was like, oh man, I'm a huge fan. And he's like, yeah, you, you know, oh, thanks so much. And he had um, shot glasses, like little, you know, with with Jennifer's, you know, drawing on them. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I will get one. And he's like, great. But all of the uh, the shots or the shot glasses is a requirement that you try it out first. Oh, okay. And I said, okay. <laughs> and so he and his friend, they look at each other and then they pull out like a big, like handle of vodka. Like oh, cheap vodka. yikes. Oh, and he, and he puts it up and he's like, he's like, that's, you know, it's like five bucks, but you know, you got to try it. And I was like, okay, sure. Right. So sure. I have one and it's awful. And we're like giggling because it's, you know, it's a secret, you know, you know, you know, they're in like the, it, it, it's near Comic-Con where there are 20,000 people there, but this part of our Sally was like three buildings away. Oh, like, sure. Oh, sure. Right, right. Part of the convention. Right. Yes. Yeah, so you, you could know, mug somebody like, in there <laughs> probably and not get caught. <laughs> you, could, you could like, I could have like dragged stuff in, set up my own thing and no one would have known. Right. Like no one had any idea who anybody was. So I have like, a, I, you know, I did a couple like tests with the uh, the shot glass just you know he was like we got to make sure it works so i was like i think it's working but i can't tell um so i have a couple <laughs> and then we <laughs> you know i just i wipe it off and i put it in my pocket and we're walking i'm walking away and i run into the table of tom rainey um and i talk i blathered at tom rainey about his work on Stormwatch for Man. i don't know 15 minutes tom rainey's a super sweet just, guy he will let you do that he, <laughs> he, he will was, <laughs> he, he was he was super nice and very cool. And I was like, and, and I've realized recently, like, I love his like Stormwatch so much. I don't really like his other work, like any of it. I've looked through all these different things. It's like, it doesn't work for me, but like I that, like a lot of Tom Brady stuff. I, it's, I, it's good, but this but isn't your story, like, man. There's nothing. I'm just defending the there good name of Tom Rainey. All right. <laughs> okay. Listen, he, um, he is a gentleman because he put up with me just like. <laughs> he is very <laughs> sweet. You had a, like, you had a little bit of uh, an infusion of Russian courage in you and you were like, ah, oh Tom Rainey. I was like, I was like, Tom Are you Rainey, fucking Tom Rainey? Like, you fucking do Stormwatch. Fuck. Hey, stop fucking Rainey. It's like it, Tom Rainey, it changed my life. And he's like, he's like, oh, thanks so much. I was like, no. And like, I started like recounting things that happened. And he's like, uh huh. Uh huh. Wow, this is really nice to you. And I was like, because it was literally like 30 feet from where it's I like just the, had it's a like a, vodka. It's like an episode of the Chris Farley show. You probably just thought you were on the spectrum. You, you know? remember? Oh, you remember when you were in the Beatles? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Was, that was awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It's like you, it's like you guys, you and, you and Ellis got to do something else. And he's like, well, you know, we, you know, we've worked. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like you got to do something else. Like, you, yeah. Um, I'll talk to him. Was, Wait, he's here somewhere. I'll talk to him. <laughs> He was he was awesome and it was really fun and it was not intentional and um, I still have the shot glass um, and it's great. That's, That's great. very cool. That is a great story. That's really it's, cool. Go find that that comic. It's funny. My my monkey's name is Jennifer. Yep, my I remember really liking it. Jennifer. Yeah, it came out when we were at Krypton. Fair enough. Yeah, early two thousands. <laughs> That's a great story, Brian. All right, I need to Brian. I got to clear the airways here because we need to stop Patrick from making a terrible uh, purchase. Real That's quick not. I thought. 
not fool killer. Fool killer. I saw that in the in the the uh, fool killer. The no, yeah, no. that's what he's okay, going go, for. Go get him. Okay, <laughs> go talk to him. Go get him. Okay, bye. All right, we have a question here from our friend Patrick. I need your help. That's not even a question. I'm filling out my cart on a comic shop site, and I'm dangerously close to adding a full run of Fool Killer. Okay, is it? Let me ask you a question, Patrick. Is it north or south of five dollars for the entire run? Yeah, how much is a run of Fool Killer? (laughs) Because like under five bucks, fuck it, man. Go ahead. Yeah, whatever. It sucks. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? JD got a catch. Good morning, hey. JD. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. What are we rapping about today? More importantly, JD, what are we rapping about? Uh, well, answer of the week. Uh, my answer kind of involves you guys. Oh, please. Oh, you're no. not the celebrities. Oh, please. Okay, good. Okay. All right. All right. As long as we're not the celebrities. <laughs> Thank you. Jeez. No, but you guys were there. Uh, it, it was last year, not at Ocon, but after Ocon. Okay. Uh, so... For those for those of you who don't know, Omaha Comic Con for the last couple of years, I've hosted a get together for the for the THN listeners at a bar local in Counts Bluffs called Black Squirrel. Yeah, shout out to the Black Squirrel; it's yeah. a great place. Yeah, yeah. And so you guys Terrible probably remember music, this. We're God, there, there, was, there was about <laughs> no, it wasn't, dude. It was, we we were bonded over morphine. Come on, it was cool. We were playing stuff, sure, and then we I stopped mean, playing stuff. Box, man. And it was like, here's what normally plays in here. You have we're to, all like, oh god, you have to pay money to pay <laughs> oh, the songs you want. People still want to hear puddle of mud. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're oh, I'm in Council Bluffs. That's right. My bad. Sorry, forgot, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can, yeah. You, you can take the you can take the bar out of the Council Bluffs. Sure. You can't take the Council Bluffs out of the bar. Uh, but uh, so. So the first year it was the success and we had a great time. And so we decided to do it again. And so we're hanging out, drinking and having a good time. And I suddenly look over and I'm like, holy shit, that's Mark Russell. Yeah, that was awesome. And that then was there's really Andy Park. That was totally rad. And then there's Phil Hester and then there's Kaylin Smith. And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, Andy Parks the was there. Yeah. Mark Russell, like, walked in and was like, is it cool if I, is it cool if I sit with you guys? And then we we're like. Fuck yeah, Mark Russell, sit down, man. <laughs> Which is funny because, like, Mark Russell, anywhere that guy goes, in, he's not like he, people are stopping him in the grocery store. Well, sure, Or yeah. people driving by, like, Mark Russell, you know? Yeah, he's not a TV personality. Yeah, man. and we were all like, woo woo neat. Yeah. yeah. All giggly and like. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, shit. But yeah, that was super fun. Well, and now we're best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Now Mark Russell calls us all the time. We text each other. And the funny You up. And the funny thing about that is is I is how that came about, and I, I'm probably wrong about this, but I have my assumption is that the year before I had I, I'm friends with one of the bartenders at Black Squirrel, uh, and I had talked to him about setting up the thing for THN and so the next year, last year, I texted him and said, hey, we're doing the whole Ocon meetup again. Can you set things up? And then all of a sudden, I start seeing things on that whole block of, like, all the bars were, like, setting up for Ocon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they were, like, already there, like, welcome, <laughs> nerds. <laughs> We've chased out what the jocks and turned off sports. Please come and drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was seriously walking around looking at like what has I wrought? <laughs> yeah, I think they were even like playing like Civil War was on the television. Yeah. Or something, or okay, what was Soldier. even weirder? Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Mark Russell knew Aura McWilliams. 
Yes, because like he, walked in was like, oh, what's up, Aura? And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, because <laughs> he lives in the in the Kansas City area, I oh, believe. Okay. And Aura's right. done events. And Aura was like, yeah. oh, hey, Mark. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. Mark. Like, oh, hey, award winner, you know, Eisner nominated Mark Russell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what's hey, up? <laughs> celebrities, they're just like us. Yeah, the you know, they and didn't even see and meet up. It's a great time. Yeah, you never know time. who you're gonna meet. It's true. Although I don't you know, know if I went up and I said hi to everyone. Yeah, and then I and then I left them. What? I was worried about Comic Con. Yeah, like, no, they just uh, they just announced uh, something. They're pre-selling something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Old Comic Con. No, they they uh, they just put out a thing uh, where they're working on their dates and they're working on their programming and they sent out a survey or not a survey but a question. They definitely need to work on their your, programming. I that's yeah. yeah. I think I think and, the thing and, I saw and, was but, like pre-registration for like the cosplay event. Or you know, whatever. and I love wrestling well, and I think LARPing's dumb, but I mean, like, how much of it do we really need at this thing? You know, it's a comic show. You know, <laughs> what? I didn't see. I didn't see much larping. Oh yeah, they had like a whole thing in the other room where they taught people to fake sword mm. fight and stuff in between wrestling. Hey, there was like three different wrestling groups Whatever, that were there. Man. There's something for the whole family. <laughs> I know. Like there's the there's the like the meet the puppies. Yeah. There's like the the corgi walk or whatever where it's like, hey, come shake yeah, out puppy's yeah. hand. <laughs> puppies don't have hands. All right. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's as close as I have to a, a thing, you know, because it's like. Andy Parks and Phil Hester are almost not even celebrities to me anymore because now they're their just dudes. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just like, like they're they're like they're like the, the nerds we know, the, you know, the, the, <laughs> the comic uncles that I see every, that I see once a year. Yeah, like but they're I, always fun to talk to and they're super nice. So I've spent enough time around Phil, socializing with Phil that like yeah. I'm no longer surprised when Phil knows who I am. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But Andy Parks. Who I've seen maybe twice in the last ten years. I think he's remembered me, I and that was very like nice. That, I think Parks has got like something going on upstairs where he was like, "I remember you. I remember you. I remember like that." I yeah. don't know if that dude forgets people. He's maybe. like smarter. He's like Columbo. He's smarter than he lets on. <laughs> well, yeah. he's got that hat. Yeah, he's got his detective he's also, cap. He's more sober than he lets on too. That's you just thing, pretend that's like, oh, I'm like so drunk. Him. I don't know what was happening. And then he takes your wallet. <laughs> you know? hey, hey, wow. I, every time I see Andy Parks and he, and he compliments my hat, I always feel like a little too proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hat bros. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I, I wanted to talk about something else real quick. I wanted to talk about uh, the Oscar Isaac news. Yeah. yeah he's playing Mitchell Hunter. The fact that. Yeah, and the fact that you guys didn't mention this on the main show, I find shocking, is the fact that we forget stuff. That they called the movie The Great Machine because there was another movie called Ex Machina, also starring Oscar Isaac. Oh, yeah, that is right. We mentioned was, that. No, we mentioned that there was a movie, but we did not say that he was also in that movie. <laughs> yeah, we did. No, we didn't. You, we had no, that we written, didn't. you had it written in the script? No. Didn't you? <laughs> Did I just we assume that you we, said that? We we skipped over it. We oh. didn't read the whole. Oh, because you had we had it written in the script that it, like Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I mean like we're both aware. Yeah, no, of that. I think yeah we just glossed over. I it. I could have sworn you said it. No, I didn't even. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I could have sworn you said it. Yes, yeah. I'm very aware of that. It's pretty funny though. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. It's, it's bizarre, but I think it's great casting though. I agree I with you, Matt. Um, I'm I agree with both of you guys. I'm I'm skeptic and I'm a little weary that it's a film and not a not a tv show yeah um, especially for a story that but i will say nuanced, that if you will i will say that the entire series as good as it was i think has some fat to be cut 
Well, sure. It I don't disagree. 60 issues, yeah. right? So, I don't, and I'm not saying that like every page yeah. needs to make it to the screen, but I think the I'm story is actually, meaty enough that you like, could do like, two seasons of it easy. Really easy. I'm going to say like trades five through eight could probably go away. <laughs> oh, slow down. Listen to you. I haven't read it in so Hold long on. that I don't really remember easy a lot there. of the stuff from the middle. The armchair I editor over remember, here. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I legitimately remember having to slug it out through some of that alien stuff and oh right yeah 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 some of that later stuff when they you know and the connection between him and the animal guy and maybe i need to read it again but i remember liking all that back and i was like and i was just like this is really tough to get through can we get back to i you know I, i don't know so i'll be curious to see how they trim it i'm also really curious in the rest of the casting yeah yeah See, I, I think know, that like, especially for, the Russian, especially the, the Russian guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the mentor or whatever. Yeah. yeah Kremlin. Uh, yeah, Kremlin. Like, for me, I, like the superhero hook is great and I like it. Um, but mm-hmm. the politics, that's what right. I liked about that book. And when it was like, yeah, suddenly focused on this sci fi stuff, I was like, I don't. I don't really need yeah, that yeah, from this exactly, book. That, I still liked it. I still thought it was really well written, though. I didn't think like it got too cheese, but yes, it got away. It just isn't what I liked about X. It got away from the West Wing walk and yeah, talk yeah, yeah, stuff exactly. that I definitely yeah, liked. Exactly. But all right, we got more people trying to call in here, JD. It is good to talk to you, brother. Always nice, and uh, guys, hopefully we get to have another week. meetup with famous people this year. It'd be great. Yeah, it would be. Hey, would be great. I, I say I say we do it O'Connor now. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm into it. Screw it. All right, we'll talk to you later. See you, bud. So last Thanksgiving, or was it Christmas? Christmas. Uh, we're at our house, at my parents' house, and we're cooking and everything. And my brother is married to a Spanish woman, and she's very dry in humor. I was like, she's funny, but she's very dry. Sure. And she has a very thick Spanish accent. And she walks into the house glowing. I've never seen her like this. And she goes, Matt, you are not going to believe what just happened? And I was like, oh, my God, what what happened? Like, I legit have never seen her this excited. She's like, I walked into Blue Line to get a coffee before we were coming here. And do you know the sheriff from the show Longmire? And I went, no. You mean Longmire? And I was like, uh, no. And she was like, his name is Zan McLaren. I had to look him up. Zan McLaren. And I go, okay. She's like, he was there. And I was like, <laughs> okay. She's like, you don't think that's amazing? And Scott's like, he's also one of the Indians in Westworld. I was like, oh shit, he was the Indian in Westworld? <laughs> I like, he was like the main Indian guy in Westworld as well. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's really cool. And she's like, Scott didn't care at all. Didn't care at all. It's like, I went up to the car and said, you have to come in. We have to meet him. We have to say hello. We have to meet him. She, and I was like, did you? She's like, no, I was afraid to do it. And now I regret it. More than anything. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, okay. She was still Star Trek over Longmire, <laughs> the main Indian guy from Westworld. It was great. Uh, and how do you spell his name? Z A H N McLaren. I'll drop him. I here. got it. I was going to say, I'll drop his IMDb in the, uh, in the oh, chat. Oh, that guy. Yeah. You, you look at him, you're like, oh, yeah. He's, he's, in he was in Fargo. Guys. Yes. He was in Fargo. So he's one of the hitmen. Yeah. Yeah. And he's great. He's just like that guy character actor. He's got a scary face. Like yeah. He could never play so a veterinarian or Longmire. No, he was. I, I, I just assumed that the sheriff from Longmire no, was Longmire. he is in Longmire. Right. He's one of the main characters in Longmire. And she was so freaked out about it. And so, like, 
Scott was like, it probably wasn't even him. No, we're not going back in there and saying anything. And they drive away. And I, my buddy Chris owns the place. And I asked him, I'm like, hey, was one of the guys from uh, Westworld in the shop? He's like, yeah, he totally was. And he was super nice. And everybody left him alone. And he thanked everybody for being cool. And they were like, we knew it was you. Yay. And I like <laughs> told, I told my brother's wife, it's like, it was totally him. And I guess he was super nice and everything. And she was furious. It's like, God damn it. Damn it. And it's like, and we didn't, I didn't say anything. We didn't mean it. It's like, I told you it was, it. he was so mad. It was great. Oh man. I, I've, I've got too many fun stories that I want to tell. So I'm going to tell one right now that it's not mine. Okay. Uh, we have some voicemails to get to, but, yeah. um, so our old boss, Dean, his brother, one of his brothers was, uh, out of town with his wife or girlfriend at the time. Okay. Uh, you might actually remember this story. Uh, they were in a hotel. Uh, I don't remember where they were. It's irrelevant. Kansas city, something. Right. Uh, and it just so happened that ice cube was in town to play a show. Oh, oh yeah. I do remember uh, this story. So, uh, she, uh, uh, Dean's brother and his wife get on the elevator and they're riding along and it stops and a bunch of black guys get on. And then the elevator ride continues. And she turns to them like you do when you're in an elevator full of black people and says, hey, did you guys know Ice Cube was in town? And one of the guys says, bitch, I am Ice Cube. (laughs) End of story. (laughs) And the brother is just fucking mortified. I would would be like, kill her. Mr. Cube, if you need to kill my wife, I totally understand. By the way, I'm not a racist. (laughs) Uh, That is one of my favorite celebrity stories. It's so funny. That is horrifying. It's so funny. Let's play some voice. Okay, okay, okay. We have four. Uh, Got a good one here. Jonathan Sims. He's our first one. Let's see what we got here. I think we have three three and a phone call is what we got. Yeah, I just hey Joe Matt, this is friend of the show Jonathan Sims calling in with my answer to the question of the week. Friend of the show, and this is my first time ever calling in. Um, I was originally going to call in and tell you about um, my semester in New York during college. Uh, The year was 2004. My roommate and I were walking down the sidewalk, and we passed the X Men's Famke Jansen. She angrily hung up her cell phone and said, "I told you never to call me." Whoa! Uh, but that's not what I'm calling to tell you about. Um, so I had to get an internship while I was in New York, and my uncle in Ohio found out that his doctor's son was an editor at Marvel Comics. So he set up a meeting for me. Um, so I had lunch with Nick Lowe, and at the time he was the editor on Marvel's uh, 1602 and uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four uh, and a few other books. Um, and now he's a huge deal at Marvel, um, you know, big name. And uh, he was nice enough to go out uh, for lunch with me twice. Uh, oh, wow. He gave me a tour of the Marvel offices um, there in downtown New York. And uh, he took a look at uh, the comics and, and stuff I was drawing and working on. Um, he was very, very nice Um super generous guy to give me that much of his time. Um, it was awesome. And, uh, I know a few local comic guys out there that are a little jealous that I, you know, have met Nick Lowe and have, uh, a small amount of access to him. You know, I'm not bragging or anything. Your best friends um, with Nick Lowe. But anyway, Lowe. that's, that's my answer to the question of the week. Uh, have a good Saturday guys. See you later. I love. Hey, thanks, Jonathan. Feel I hope good you had stories a, like that. I hope you had a good time in Philadelphia. Where you bump into a professional and 
they turned out to be the nicest guy in the world, you know, nicest guy or girl in the world. And they will listen to you, help you look at your stuff. I love those stories because honestly, they're kind of few and far between. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I get it too. I get like, if you are an editor or you're a creator, people probably constantly come up and be like, Hey, I'm just wondering, uh, have you ever seen anything this fucking cool? You know, or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, I did that, you know, like, meh. or the whole, like, hey, pardon me. I was just wondering if you have time to look at a script that I, you know, they probably get that shit right. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And they're actually not allowed to read unsolicited scripts. One, not allowed Two, That's just not what you do. Yeah. No one has ever gotten famous doing that. Right. There is not one story where someone forced something in front of Joe Casada and he was like, kid, you got what it takes. And then he went on to write fool killer, you know, or like whatever. <laughs> right? Like it, it, it doesn't happen. You know? <laughs> okay. Quick elevator story to counter yours. Okay. I'm in Kansas city. Another Kansas City elevator yeah, yeah. story with my friend Ben Kriegler. And I can't even remember what we were doing there. Just hanging out. I think we went to a show or something. And we're staying downtown in the nice hotel. I can't remember which one it is. Right over by, you know, all the Overland Park and all that bullshit. And uh, this guy comes walking to us. He's a little shorter. He's got a guitar slung over his back. He's wearing a sort of cowboy hat thing. And my buddy Ben goes, that's Steve Miller. And I was like, that is not fucking Steve Miller. The like, space cowboy? First of all, how do you know what Steve Miller looks like? I mean, this is pre-internet and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that is not Steve Miller. And he was, and he comes up and like gets in the elevator with us. And we're going up the elevator. Maurice? And I turn and I go, can I ask you a question? And he goes, yeah, sure. And I go, are you Steve Miller? And he goes, are you a fan? And I look back at him and go, no. And he goes, yeah, I'm Steve Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there for a second. I went, cool. <laughs> and then we stayed on the elevator for an uncomfortably long time. <laughs> and the door opened and we got out. And I had like, as I walked out, I turned around and I go, have a good one, Steve Miller. And he goes, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was how uh, I met Steve Miller. <laughs> while you uh, queue up the next voicemail, I got another uh Legend, uh, Legend Comics and Coffee, Omaha, Nebraska, Eisner Award winning, no big deal, uh, shares a building uh, with J. Coco, which is like a popular mm -hmm. uh, eatery here in town. Eatery. And it's, you know, it's kind of like a trendy spot. And uh, eh. anyway, right. anyway, calm down, <laughs> calm down, chef. Uh, it's it's it gets busy, especially yeah. towards the weekend. It does and, get busy. I'll and uh, we get a fair we used to get a fair amount of people wander into the store thinking they were going into the restaurant yeah looking around and going what the fuck <laughs> and then leaving a bunch of dorks playing yeah. magic and <laughs> well one time i was behind the counter and uh, uh a couple of guys came in and i recognized one of them immediately as warren buffett uh the oracle of omaha very famous sure. uh yeah uh not surprising to run into warren buffett in the wild he does live here uh but he was with a guy that looked familiar to me and Warren immediately was like, I'm going out to the car. Uh, and, and this other guy, he looked around and he's like smiling and like really like taking in the space. He's like, hey, you guys have a great shop here. And man, this is super nice. Uh, and he looks around at like the magic cards and the comics on the wall. And he's like, ah, my son loves this stuff. And then he turns to me and he sticks his hand and he goes, hi, I'm John Landis. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, of course you are, John Landis. Uh, and like he was so nice. And I did not bring up 
the time where he accidentally got all those people killed <laughs> while filming the Twilight Zone movie. Well, why would you bring that up? I didn't in bring it up. It's a conversation. Joke. I was so, but I was just so thrilled, and he was so nice. And like a week later, we got a postcard in the mail, monogrammed from John Landis, that says, "David, just wanted to tell you, I really loved your shop. Keep up the good work, John Landis." Because people they appreciate that shit when you don't go get all yeah. weird. So much stuff, blah, 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 blah. you know, they legit. Well, but even so, that, that dude like looked up our address and sent us a postcard in the physical mail. That's crazy nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is crazy nice. Uh, and then there was the time that Alexander Payne came in to buy. Bags and boards for what I assume is an extensively valuable Golden Age collection. Probably. <laughs> Probably. All right. Jason Sachs. Hey, guys. It's Jason Sachs. Uh, so your question of the week is interesting encounter with a fan favorite creator person personality, someone with some credence in geek culture. So 2010 was my first year at San Diego Comic Con. Way more than what we had. And it was also a chance to (laughs) meet some old friends who I had never met before. One of them was Cara D'Angelo, who runs the Eisner Award winning comic shop, Earth 2 Comics, in the uh, San Fernando Valley. But uh, Cara and I are old friends going back many years to our days in fanzines. So Cara and his wife and his wife's family um, took us took me out to dinner one evening at Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Along with them was an interesting uh, guy who turned out to be James Urbaniak, who's best known as the voice of Dr. Here Vince we go. On the <laughs> Full <Venture> circle. Brothers. <laughs> he plays, uh, he's one of these working actors who's in literally everything you see. If you were to look up his IMDb page, you'd say, oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> he's in that and that and that. And he really is kind of a classic that guy. So we have a great time at the dinner. My friends are sharing stories. I'm sharing stories. Urbaniak is a great guy, totally down to earth, didn't over drink, wasn't too full of himself. We had a great time just hanging out. Um, as we're kind of winding down, the evening's uh, getting quieter. We're thinking about getting ready to leave. All of a sudden, I feel I hear a dinner roll going past my ear. I kind of look around, kind of think, okay, that's odd. Uh, turn back to the table, and then another dinner roll runs rolls past my other ear on the side that James Urbaniak is sitting at. Uh, Urbaniak turns around, stands up, and he does this kind of, oh, my God. Uh, turns out that uh, the guy who threw the rolls at him was Patrick Warburton. <laughs> so he and Warburton were longtime friends. Like, they've probably done many projects just together. Throwing dinner rolls at his head. Hollywood. <laughs> and they have like a nice kind of five minute chat as they're just hanging out, um, just talking to each other. And then Warburton comes back to the table, um, makes a point of looking each of us in the eye, shakes our hand, says, Hey, I'm Patrick Warburton. What's your name? Very nice to meet you. And like sincerely seemed interested in all of us oh, sitting around the table. I'm so glad pal. he's a nice guy. Um, <laughs> just having it, So it's just like this great moment with him. He just seemed like such a pleasant, nice, interesting guy. Just really had a nice God, encounter that with kicks him. Ass. Just makes me so, love him uh, even That's more. my nice yeah. little uh, fan favorite story moment kind of thing. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks. Bye. That is a great story, Jason. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, that's so great. Patrick Warburton, that kicks ass. I would have freaked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't get starstruck. I've met some super famous people, and I've always been super cool and respectful about it. But then there's other people, like, much lesser in stardom that I have met where I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, like, a whole freak yeah. out. <laughs> I don't get starstruck with creators, uh, but... 
I do get a, I do get a little tingle when I see somebody famous like <laughs> in person. Um, I'm I'm binging The Office as I've mentioned, and uh, I just got to the point where James Urbaniak shows up as Dwight's best friend, and he's basically like a clone of Dwight. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> uh, biggest starstruck moment I ever had, Lavar Burton. I freaked out. Oh, I freaked out. And yeah. we got to go have drinks with him and stuff. He spoke at Casey's. He spoke at the science yeah, scientist and Casey was just like, oh, my husband's a huge fan. He'd really like to meet you. And LeVar Burton goes, Matt, Matt, come here. And I was just like, LeVar Burton saying my name. What is happening? <laughs> like I got all from like tingly. Like. <laughs> yeah. And he turned out it was like it was almost a letdown how normal and sweet and just sure, cool he was. Guy. And I was like, oh, now we're just like friends. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> he was so cool. Uh, we got a story, a couple stories here. Frank in the chat says I had to guard Harlan Ellison at a convention once. Whoa. He was a really nice and funny guy. That's good because I heard he is kind yeah. of a weird. I heard Harlan Ellison's a crotchety yeah. jerk. Uh, Adam Wednesday says, I met Chip Zdarsky at a con and we held up a line for 30 plus minutes talking about all sorts of nerd stuff. And since then, I've been in contact with him and he has been super helpful and tolerant of my questions about getting into writing. And he helped me get over a big mental hurdle, which has caused me to be on a writing spree ever since Chip Zdarsky. Damn. Lifting up the little guy. I love that guy. Oh, Patrick has a story about Peter David, his nemesis. Patrick, call the show. (laughs) I know the story. Oh, I turned off the phone line. Oh, shit. Well, here, let's play this voicemail. All right. This is... Never mind. Jimmy Randall. (laughs) G'day, everybody. Jimmy Randall here, sending you my MP3 question of the week. Um, So the celebrity that I met isn't directly comic related, um, but he is kind of comic related from what I can gather. This guy, he uh, made his comic debut in Marvel Premiere number 50 back in 1979. Now, it's, it is real more old music nerd related, but the gentleman I'm about to speak of, he's super old. He's still working. He puts on one hell of a show. Alice Cooper? Um, so let me take you all back to the time I met the Prince of Darkness. Yeah, Alice strap Cooper. on your ear flippers, kids. I'm going to tell you a story. So it was about um, 12-ish years ago. I was working as a line chef, breakfast shift at a restaurant near a very popular golf course named Sanctuary Cove. It's a pretty cool name, but it was a pretty shit place. (laughs) Anyway, I was working the breakfast shift, and I got a peculiar order come into the kitchen. Hey, Jimmy, order up. We need scrambled eggs made with soy milk. And make it good, the old man who ordered it seemed pretty grumpy. Why do you make them? Now, I took the challenge. Like, I know how to make scrambled eggs with soy milk. Um, If you don't make it right, it just turns into this gross grey pudding-like mess. But I made it up and I sent it out. About uh, 15, 20 minutes later, this really old man in his golfing shorts and golf shirt comes up to the kitchen window and gives me his empty plate. And he looks at me and he says, Young man, I gotta tell you, that was the greatest scrambled eggs I've had in my life. (laughs) And I looked up and I looked in his eyes and it was Alice yep. Cooper. Called it. Alice Cooper plays in Australia a fair bit, and um, he was just playing around the corner at the Carrara Stadium and decided to get a bit of golf in before his show. Sure. He's and, an um, avid yeah, golfer. I was bowled over. I sort of did the whole drop to my knees and went, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, and he <laughs> sort of rolled his eyes and backed off. But, but yeah, that is, my, that is my story about the time that I met Alice Cooper. So, yeah, kind of cool. comic-related. He was in a comic. I'm sure he's done a few more. I haven't done totally the research. Totally nerd-related. So I'll take that. That's my story. 
Love you guys. I'm looking forward to hearing what the other nerds have to say. And that's me. All right. Jimmy, out. That's what you get when you make your scrambled eggs Alice Cooper, another guy, super famous for being, like, total sweetheart. Yeah. Total sweetheart. Yeah. From what I've heard. Uh, I'm trying to get Patrick to leave a voicemail, and he will, he's refusing because he's a baby. Uh, he stayed at the Magnolia once when I worked there. I did not get to cook for him, though. I did get, uh, cook, I did get to cook for Rush. Ah, they from and I didn't. I got to go out and just like meet them really quick, and they're like, "Oh, hey, thanks, it was great." And I was like, "Oh, thanks, you guys take it easy." Eh? <laughs> like, really, like I just got all Canadian for some reason. It was so weird. <laughs> all right, all right, we got a voicemail here. I'm not sure who this is from though. It's Kettner. Oh, is it Kettner? Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Come on, there we go. Hey, Joe, Matt, what's up? It's Kettner. Uh, I thought this was cover to cover time. Maybe I'm wrong, or maybe you're taking a week off, and I just didn't know because this I don't keep up with Saturday. the episodes. Oh. But I saw that the question was brushes with fame, and so I was going to tell tell tales out of school from. Uh, back when I was uh, an intern at Marvel in the X-Men office and while I was a student at the School of Visual Arts where at at SBA I met director Brian Singer and I invited him to the Marvel offices and it was kind of weird and kind of a big deal Uh, I thought it would be a funny uh, old story to share uh, but uh, maybe I will next week. All right, take it easy, guys. Bye. Uh, How'd that go? I mean, <laughs> if this was back when he was an intern, it was probably heard mystery any actually pre pre, pre uh, the story breaking. Yeah, but Brian's but yeah, but Brian's been up to those uh, we'll call them shenanigans <laughs> for quite a while, uh, from what I understand. Shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jim uh, is never aware when there's a schedule change because he's not on social media. Yeah, well, you know, what can you do? Uh, and he doesn't pay attention to the main show, I guess. I got, we got to start dropping postcards in, yeah, the, yeah, in the mail I for suppose. him. So. Uh, but hey. And I, I don't care I if you listen, as long as he downloads. I uh, don't care. Yep, you know, it's yep, all that matters. Exactly, exactly, let's, exactly. So let's get into us. Let's get into our stories. All right. Uh, so m- these are both uh, related to Comic-Con, uh, the Eisner Award ceremonies. Uh, I've been, you know, I've been nominated for Nizer a bunch of times. No big deal. Oh, subtle. Uh, um, so the first, the first time was when I went with uh, Dean from Krypton. We were nominated, right? Uh, and we were in line, uh, getting ready to check in. They, lost, by the way. Spoiler: they lost. Yeah, we lost. <laughs> uh, or just Dean like swore off the eyes. Like, Fuck oh, him. listen. Fuck him to hell. No, <laughs> uh, we. He made us get up and leave in the middle of the ceremony after the category was over. He threw. It was a, incredibly embarrassing. Um, but uh, that's not the story. The story is we were in line getting ready to check in uh, because it's like you know when you're a nominee, there's like an assigned area and all that. Right. Um, and we finally get up uh, to the thing, and there's other people behind us. Uh, and we check in and there's a woman standing near, uh, and, and, uh, so the guy's like, all right, here you go. Here's your, uh, here's your information, whatever, whatever. And then he turns to the woman Mm -hmm. and she goes, oh, I'm not with them. (laughs) And I'm like, huh, well, I mean, you don't have to be like that about it. Uh, and I, I looked at her closely for the first time and she looked super familiar and I was like, 
man, like, I, fuck you, Maria Menudos. I know. There's no way to act. <laughs> Basically, uh, I, knew, I, I was like, I think I know who that is. Uh, it turns out it was Lauren Tom. Uh, she is an actress uh, and a voice actor. Uh, she played Amy on Futurama. Oh, that's right. I remember this story. Uh, she's yeah. been in live action things as well. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, oh shit, Lauren Tom totally does this. <laughs> uh, and then flash forward some years later where we went for Legend. Um, uh, the first time we were nominated, spoilers, lost yep. the first time. Uh, and we were seated and James Earl Jones walked right in front of me. Not James Earl Jones. I'm sorry. Edward James Olmos from Battlestar Galactica. That, that's, that's, I mean, they both have three totally names. Totally different. I know. That is about where that ends. Edward, <laughs> Edward James Olmos walked right past us on his way to uh, his area because he was presenting. And let me tell you, he smelled like the world's most loving grandpa. Oh, really? He smelled amazing. No shit. Yes. I was oh. like, James Earl Jones, please be my grandpa. Huh. <laughs> it was see, awesome. You can see his tool in the howling, too. I don't. Don't tell yeah. me that. I don't yeah. want to see grandpa's you tool. You can see his tool. No. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. No. <laughs> Patrick said he left a voicemail, but I don't know if this is it or not. I'm, uh, Let's see. Uh, hey, here I am leaving a voicemail like, like some sort of plebe. Uh, but my, uh, story about Peter David was at a con. I had some books that I wanted him to sign. Nothing fancy. It was like an Aquaman one from nineties and some other, maybe it's some sort of Hulk book or something. Uh, it was towards the, uh, I think it was towards the, yeah, it was towards the end of the con. But anyway, I brought these two books, you know, big fan of your work, blah, 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 whatever. And he's kind of grumpus, like uh, under the con sort of thing. Like, okay, I get it. It's it's the end. So he takes his uh, wet silver marker, signs one, and puts it down, uh, and then takes his silver marker, signs it, and drops it right on top of the other one right after it was signed. And I look at him. I look down. I'm like, uh, okay, fearing the worst. So I walk away. And uh, sure enough, I put the, pull the books apart, and the signature has imprinted itself um, on the back of the other and smeared it. And I'm just like, well, okay, whatever. But I want these books signed because um, I, you know, I like the books and I liked the author. So I'm scrambling around at the end of this convention to find other copies of this to go get them re-signed. Uh, and it's like again, they were like, you know, three dollar books or whatever. What were the books? So I, I find them. I go back and I hand in the books and I tell them what happened. Uh, that oh yeah, you know I'm sure it was just a mess or whatever. I you 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 put, put this book on top of the other one. And it's smeared all over it. Um, and he just looked at me and he's like, "Huh, that sucks." And they signed it again and <laughs> pushed them towards me uh, apart from each other. Uh, but he has been my uh, comic nemesis ever since <laughs> still love his writing but man that's, yeah. hole. but that's not even like the top 10 worst things i've heard of john Byrne doing to no people. peter david oh, i'm sorry john Byrne. peter i was thinking of john Byrne. john no, Byrne's no, no. famous john Byrne's an asshole shithead. uh patrick thank you for your sacrifice and leaving the voicemail i appreciate it uh i would not have been able to do the story justice if i recall one of the comics in question was x factor number one oh. from the more modern run sure sure that he did yeah uh with loved jamie it. madrox oh loved it <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, I, I, I've, I've heard this story so many times, uh, and his hatred for Peter David has burned brightly 
for nigh on a decade, what I would say, what can or longer at this point. Okay, so real quick story. It's not mine, and then I'll tell mine. Best celebrity encounter I've ever heard. Uh, back in the day, Jack Nicholson is in town, and he's filming about Schmidt, right? And yeah. he was down, staying downtown, and he used to go to the French Cafe when it was over. He went there, like, daily. Went to the French Cafe. They had a table for him, and he was like, just hold this table. I like this table. you know. And they are like, yeah, all right, whatever. You're Jack fucking Nicholson. And everybody was really cool about it, and this guy I knew, Brendan, worked there, and he was like... He was bar backing and bussing tables and shit. And he was like, every time like I would see Jack Nicholson in there, he'd be looking right at me. <laughs> and he's smiling. Like, just looking at me like, yeah. And smiling. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, so I go out back. I'm having a cigarette, right? And I'm having a cigarette with the cooks. And I'm like, Jack Nicholson was inside. And he was looking at me and he was smiling. I mean, they're like, bullshit. He was not. Jack Nicholson comes around the corner, sees us in the alley, looks right at me nods smiles and, goes, <laughs> and he's like and the cooks are like holy shit he is looking right at you it's like the next day same thing happens dude comes he's looking at me he's smiling <laughs> he's like this happened three days in a row and finally like his waitress he jack nicholson is like like leans over and says something to the waitress and gets up and leaves and tips her really well and she comes up to this Brendan dude and she was like, you're not going to believe what Jack Nicholson just said to me. And he's like, what? That dude's been looking at me for, for three days. She said, yeah. He looked at me. He says, that kid, I really like him. We wear the same pants. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, and they were just like beige pants. You know what I mean? It's like, I just wear like khakis or whatever. It's like, oh nothing even fucking God. special. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, okay. Uh, quick about Schmidt uh, story. Uh, a friend of a friend, her house was Kathy Bates's house in About Schmidt, and I got to go to a party there one oh, time. Oh, hey, all right. Kathy Bates was not there. She wasn't there, and she wasn't naked. No, no, that's too no. bad. Yeah, that's too bad. Or that maybe that's good. I don't know. So uh, the first time I went to Wizard World Chicago years and years and years ago, million years ago, and freaked out, did all the stuff, spent all the money I had. I'm completely broke. I have nothing left. And I'm walking out and Lou Ferrigno is there and there's a line of people to meet Lou Ferrigno. He was only there on Sunday. And I was like, oh, shit, the Incredible Hulk is here. I got to meet Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. And like, I just want to meet him. That's all. And I get and I get in line and I wait for a little bit. It's not even that long. And I couldn't. I was like, why is the line not very long for Lou Ferrigno at all? And I get up and it's like, if you want to meet Lou Ferrigno, it's ten dollars for a Polaroid and you have to buy a picture. And he was like, ten dollars. And I was like, I don't have any money. Like, I'm sorry, man. I didn't know. I was like, I don't want to be a jerk. I'm just a huge fan. Fucking love the Incredible Hulk. You know, I thank you so much. I'm like, can I shake your hand? And he was like, yeah, okay. And you like, and I shook his hand and I was like, Lou, can I give you a hug? And he goes, what? I'm like, could I just give you a hug? And he sits and he goes, what's your name? And I go, Matt. And he goes, you can hug me, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and I hugged Lou Ferrigno and he held me like a little baby. <laughs> and I looked up at him and I went, I love you, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> and he looks down at me and he and he's got like that kind of deaf one. He goes, Yeah, I love you too, man. <laughs> oh. I was just like tears. <laughs> it's just tears streaming down my face. <laughs> and he goes, You can go now. <laughs> like he had to dismiss me because I was not letting go. And like and, and, and he was like, You can go now. <laughs> I just walked away like <gasps> <laughs> it was so crazy. Uh, I hugged the Incredible Hulk and he made me cry. Wizard, Wizard World <laughs> Chicago is a pretty great place for celebrity encounters. Uh, we were set up there as a dealer one time and uh, uh, Allison Mack from Smallville just wandered into the booth out of nowhere. 
And in hindsight, I'm lucky I didn't get trafficked into a sex cult. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> she wasn't looking for you, though. She was, yeah, look, no, yeah, no. She was looking for hot white chicks. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm not yeah. a hot it white It was chick. a ladies' empowerment cult. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 it's like, and I wasn't, like, I, I wasn't close enough, uh, I wasn't close enough in the booth to actually say anything to her. I, so I just saw from a distance. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's Chloe. <laughs> not to mention every playmate, like, washed up playboy playmate you can think of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ex-wrestlers galore. Remember I met Virgil, told him how much I loved him, told him that I was at the Civic Auditorium when he broke free from the Million Dollar Man and like tore his shirt off and he wasn't going to be the Million Dollar Man's like bitch boy anymore. And we're all like, yeah. And he was like, that was an important night. I remember that. And I was like, fuck yeah, it was Virgil. Would you introduce a two-headed nerd comic book podcast? And he's like, sure I will for $25. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, wait a minute. I thought we just like, had a moment. <laughs> Didn't he do it though? No. Oh. Because <laughs> I was like, I had, I was standing firm. I was like, no, man, everybody else here, people way more famous than you introduced this fucking show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here. Give me a new question. Uh, week, this Patrick. was a good, this is a fun time. This was fun. All right. Uh, this week's question comes from Patrick. Where did it go? I don't know. I got it. Uh, he submitted it via Facebook. <laughs> I just unliked three things Frank Sorrello said. I'm re-liking them. Okay. I was trying to like it. It was like, yeah. nope, nope, no. <laughs> uh, Patrick asks, <clears throat> Watchmen knocked it out of the park with its music cues, picking just the right song for the right moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, what do you think is the best music cue? Now, we're not talking about favorite song from a score or a right. soundtrack. Right. But the best use of music in a particular moment. I want to make this difficult. Only for you. Everyone else to answer whatever they want. Joe Patrick is not allowed to answer the Superman suite. You can't do it. That's okay. You got to do something That's else. That's not my answer. Okay. All right. I'm just I'm taking it off the table. It's too easy. You don't make the rules for me, but yeah, I like how easy. you think that you it's do. It's too easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. So yeah, best use of music in a particular moment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to narrow that down. Wow. There's a few of those moments. Oof. Okay, we'll do it right here next Saturday on THN Cover to Cover. Thank you to everybody that played along. You can always watch us on Facebook Live from 11 to noon Central Standard Time. You can call us 402-819-4894 if we're not here, if it's the middle of the night, if it's during the show and too many people are calling in, leave a message. Yeah. And like you heard, we'll play it on the show. I, you see me on my phone on the video? That's because I'm constantly checking for messages. Totally. And uh, otherwise, you can send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. We had a good time today. It was fun talking about everybody's weird celebrity encounters. I'm glad nothing went really south other than the Peter David thing. You know, I've heard Peter David's a pretty nice guy, though. I mean, I don't know. I've never I feel met him. like that was an honest mistake, right? Peter David was like, fuck you, He kid. didn't seem too apologetic about it. Smoke shit, kid. I think he did, <laughs> I think he did say smoke shit. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> All right. For now, this is Two Headed Nerd, signing off.